family. Today's Friday, February 19th. And my name is Blake Hill. I'm happy to be with you all. Grateful for this time to pray together. Start by receiving this and and responding to this. It's a call from God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Today we'll start with a scripture reading, and it's from Psalms 112. It's an incredible encouragement and also a lofty call for us. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn is exalted in honor. The wicked man sees it and is angry. He gnashes his teeth and melts away. The desire of the wicked will perish. Amen. The Gloria something we as Christians have historically said, and uh, say it with me in your heart now. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Take a few seconds here of silence just to Ponder what was read or um, just listen to the Spirit. Okay. Next, I would like for us to read a prayer together. It's actually uh, more like a poem, and it's titled Unuttered Prayer by Josephine Hurd who's actually from Salisbury, uh, born in 1861, an African-American poet and writer. So the language in this poem is a little odd, but I think you can follow it. It's really meaningful. An unuttered prayer is what it's called. 
My God, sometimes I cannot pray, nor can I tell why thus I weep. The words my heart has framed I cannot say. Behold me prostrate at thy feet. Thou understandest all my woe. Thou knowest the craving of my soul. Thine eye beholdeth wheresoever I go. Thou canst this wounded heart make whole. And oh, while prostrate here I lie and groan the words I fain would speak, Unworthy though I be, pass not me by, but let thy love in showers break, and deluge all my thirsty soul, and lay my proud ambition low, so while time's billows o'er me roll, I shall be washed as white as snow. Thou wilt not quench the smoking flax, nor wilt thou break the bruised reed, like potter's clay or molten wax, mold me to suit thy will indeed. Next, I'd like for us to uh, look at Mark 1, 35 through 45. It's Jesus preaching in Galilee and cleansing the leopard. So hear the good word of the Lord. And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. And they found him and said to him, Everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, Let us go on to the next towns, that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. And he went throughout all Galilee preaching in their synagogues, and casting out demons. And a leper came to him, imploring him, and kneeling, said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. And Jesus sternly charged him and sent him away at once and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded for a proof to them. But he went out and began to talk freely about it and to spread the news so that Jesus could no longer openly enter a town, but was out in desolate places and people were coming to him from every quarter. In this season of Lent, it's hard for me to even go low and take on sort of that aspect, of that cruciform part that Jesus implores us to, that Giorgio preached on a few weeks ago. Uh, it it feels, especially in this season, like there's already enough things to grieve and mourn, and I don't necessarily want to go there for Lent, but I trust that God knows what's up, and uh, so I, I invite you to come alongside me 
and uh, enter into the aches that come along with the Lent season. Uh, to those ends, uh, I want to pray together and feel free to pause this and continue prayer on your own. Um, I'll lead us in a prayer for the known needs of our church and neighborhood. So let's pray together. God, we come to you now uh, burdened, um, like always, but feeling maybe especially burdened or maybe even unaware of things that are burdening us. And we um, beg for your mercy and for your peace in this moment. Uh, when I think about the needs of our church, I think about so many who are suffering um, both in sickness and in long-term cancers and diseases and heart disease and um, loneliness and depression, deep sadness, isolation. Got to pray for the people in our congregation. And I pray for those in this Ardmore neighborhood where Redeemer resides, that we will be a light and uh, we will be salt to flavor this world with the goodness of our Savior. And um, we ask all these things in his name. Amen. And I'll close today with a benediction, a good word. Uh, you can open your hands wherever you are, unless you're driving, and receive this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. May you find rest in the unchangeable love of our Lord Jesus. Until next time. Thank you so much for spending this time with us as we learn from Jesus how to pray together. For more information about Redeemer Presbyterian Church, please visit us at RedeemerWS.org.